gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay-ish. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The podcast that would totally go gay for Alyssa Milano. Wait, what? <laughs> I want her to put on a strap on and like oh. do me in my vagina. I think that means she goes gay. No, 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 no. I want to be a woman when she goes down for on her. Me. Yeah. Okay. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today we're going to talk about power tools, power dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's changed. It's done. Power tools. Weird topic for us. Great. But first. And we have a guest on. We have a guest. Tim Taylor from Home Improvement. No. Um, Tim a, the Toolman Tim Taylor. Tim the Toolman Taylor. I'll be Al Borland. Um, no, Andrew Gerza, who is a queer disabled person and the host of the podcast Disability After Dark. He'll be joining us for that discussion in a sh- bit. After the first break. After the first break. <laughs> But first, but first, uh, I have a tiny, tiny correction. Okay. First, when I was talking about chain marriages in Washington, how like for a while there you could be married and domestic partnered. Uh huh. That was between domestic partners and marriage. Ref seventy one and ref seventy four, not between ref seventy four and Obergefell, which is what I said. Yeah, the, I was wondering about that. Yeah, it's been bothering me all week. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I've started to get anxiety about. What? Uh, well, besides everything, um, is that you're breathing, <laughs> existing, um, is that you're going to come with new stories and then I should know what they are, but I don't. Oh, that's going to happen. Oh, I mean, I know, but usually when I don't know things, my ignorance is like, you know, just on whatever small group of people, but now I'm like blasting my ignorance out to two people <laughs> two, two to Blast, 12 people. blasting ignorance just i've just blast blasting everywhere away. <laughs> blasting a hot juicy load of ignorance <laughs> watch the splash zone everybody huh, it smells like bleach huh. <laughs> okay um the other thing is i found uh, i found an interesting article uh so actually this is a twofer okay the first one is darren chris strips naked in american crime story versace more reason we have to watch it um yeah there's a I, scene i can see his butt in this s- picture i'm not like full such a, buttle nudity is i i'm not a, such a butt guy i don't really care usually it's the other side of you that i'm more worried about well i can see his butt and it i think it's fantastic and yeah. we, now we have to watch it in motion slow motion on, no on tv oh like there's no clip i don't see a clip oh um but then uh linking from that article was one... Did you go down like a Darren Chris yes. chain? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but this one's not about Darren Chris. The, then that it linked to this just ridiculously hot guy. Uh, uh, and the title of the article is, You Need to See the Incredible Pole Dancing Winner of Belgium's Got Talent. Okay. The male pole dancing winner? He's beautiful. He's beautiful. And he pole dances. <sighs> See, this is the kind of guy that I'm stop. I'm being less and less into because it's just like I'm more annoyed with him than into him. Well, okay, he's Italian. Okay, does that matter? Does that change it? I mean, foreign guys are hot. That's cool. It means he has an accent. He looks like that and has an accent. Yeah, but no, still too like it's just like 
Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just an online lecturer, which we already knew. Um, <laughs> no new information <laughs> provided during this intro. <laughs> I'll post those two. Uh, but the last thing I wanted to share was um, uh, a, a organization Did, called Time Well Spent. Go sorry. Ahead. Should I have supported you more? I didn't. I don't feel very supportive. I, you. You hate my articles. It's no, fine. lick it. his lick his screen like on the. You don't know what goes down when you're not here. <laughs> I don't touch your screen for very specific reasons. I don't know what's on it. Yeah, which is fine. I support whatever you. This keyboard's sticky. Oh god. Okay, so I just didn't. I support you, Mike. I just want you to know that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Fucker. <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, a organization called Time Well Spent, uh, timewellspent.io is their site. They surveyed 200,000 iPhone users about their app usage and asked them about happiness. Hmm. When you're using this app, are you happy? When you're using that app, are you not happy? So they came up with the top 15 happiest and top 15 most unhappy apps on iPhone. Uh, would you hazard any guesses about the well let's start with the most happy any of the can you name any of the top 15 happiest apps uh happy app is pornhub i don't think that's an app is it an app i would i just assume that any website is like probably an app too maybe so some kind of cam or porn related app i do not see that on this list no oh man all right not happy when watching porn yeah um happy when you're in settings because you're just you know you're just fixing those settings okay number two is google calendar which i think <laughs> is really <laughs> fucked up <laughs> uh, apparently people spend an average daily uh a, a daily average of three minutes on google calendar but it makes them 99 percent happy because the people that are in there like <laughs> me like when i like i know my shit okay i just thought of one texting texting like messaging right um i don't know if they th- that's not on the list oh huh. Um, Never mind. I don't. Oh, clearly, you're asking the wrong person what makes someone happy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the weather app <laughs> makes people happy. Spotify, Not in Seattle. Oh, Spotify. Okay, that should have been Amazon Music. Oh, what? Some kind of podcasting app? Podcast. Oh fuck! I should have thought of that one. Yeah. So number ten. So everybody okay. needs to know. You should keep listening to us because we're awesome, and it's math. It will make you happy. I, I, I don't know if we're one of them. And then oh, there's a whole bunch of other ones that are on there. But let's let's get to what we really need to talk about. Number one on the most unhappy. Um, I think it is Facebook. Facebook is number three. I've heard Facebook makes people unhappy. Facebook users spend an average of 59 minutes per day on the Facebook app. And 64% of them say it makes them unhappy. Grinder. The title of this article is, So Grinder is making people unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it turns out Grinder is making people unhappy. The most unhappy users on apps Grindr are Grinder users. They what? spend an average of 61 minutes per day on Grinder, and 77% of them say that it makes them unhappy. Huh. They use Grinder more than Facebook? On average? Well, I I mean, Grindr users use Grindr more than Facebook users use Facebook, but you can't make any, like, and some Grindr users are Facebook users and some Facebook users are Grindr users, but you can't just, like, I don't think the math you're trying to say works. Hmm. 
I thought we're in this realm where math is anything we want it to be. I didn't know I had to. Trump's in the White House. (laughs) Apparently, he only weighs 230 pounds, according to his lying doctor. (laughs) (laughs) That's the next article we're going to talk about. Um, I guess, yeah, I guess I could see that because you're almost like what I was just saying about porn and like being the reason I'm annoyed at hot people recently is because what I'm really doing, it's not their fault. Like what I'm doing is comparing myself to them. I'm the same thing for Facebook. I'm comparing myself to them, feeling bad about myself for what I look like. Yeah. And jerking off and going to sleep. Yeah. All apps. That's what I do after. I think you deserve all of that. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Tinder is also on the list for what that's worth. Oh, makes people unhappy? Yeah. Oh, so it's not just, it's ev- everybody hates, well, it seems like all social, like those were a lot of social networking apps. Just everybody stop talking to people. If there's anything I've learned, don't talk to anyone. Candy Crush Saga is number two. Unhappy? Unhappy. Because they're stuck on level 60, <laughs> whatever the fuck, and they're so annoyed, <laughs> but they have to get through that. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're interested in more information about hookup apps, we did an episode about hookup apps not too long ago. That's true. We really true. should have a, like a list of our episodes so we can reference them by number. But yeah. no, we're going to make you hunt for it because that always gets listeners to do what you want. <laughs> no, it's hookup apps. They love a little bit of hunting to find what they want. No, it's true. It's true. It's also it's literally true. called hookup apps. And we promise never to flake on you because it's out there forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, do you want to take a break? No. No. Okay. Well, all right. We're going to talk about power dynamics, right? Well, just for a little bit. We, we usually talk a little oh. bit about the topic before we oh. go to break. Sure. Just like about what we expect and what we don't expect. Yes. Let me pull up my yeah. detailed things I prepared. I think like you look at Dom and subculture and you look at daddy and son culture and you look at age discrepancies. Um, you look at at uh, monetary financial discrepancies like there are, are a lot of things that i see that one or the other person involved in that relationship uh, is getting something out of the fact that there's a difference and uh, and i don't i've never really understood it so i'm hoping to maybe understand it more like doms and subs for instance i've pretended to be a dom i've pretended to be a sub but that's not like a doesn't really do anything for me it's not like wait until my segment <laughs> okay we'll wait until your segment you're putting the carrot in front of the dick hole oh get it out <laughs> <laughs> no bugs bunny welcome here right. get that shit out of here <laughs> and i want to understand them more i want to i want to understand it because the, i see them all over the place and then i wonder is that healthy or not for instance when i see straight people mm-hmm. more, more than gay people when i t- see two straight people that are vastly different ages mm-hmm. i some part of me assumes that there's something wrong hmm. like one or the other of them is fetishizing the other that it's it becomes about their age instead of about the person yeah and i i want to understand if that's true or not or i, I want to learn i want to learn about it so yeah. i'm excited to learn some stuff yeah yeah it's interesting cuz i I feel like the older I get, the more I am pretty much down with whatever and understand that everyone has different tastes. And if they're not mine, I feel like more and more we're realizing that everyone's different in their own way. Like who is the, like, there's just no normal, like let's stop pretending like there is a normal anyone because everyone's fucked up in their own fucked up ways. Yeah. Everyone's fucked up. Everyone's fucked up. See, we're (laughs) 
go listen to a happier app real quick. Um, yeah, we're gonna put the podcast app in in the other column. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna move to you'll find us next in Grinder. Yeah. We're excited to be hosted by Grinder, <laughs> the app that makes you even sadder now that Gaius is on it. Oh God! Okay, now now should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. That's your happiness. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Affirmative murder is the equal opportunity murder podcast dedicated to shining a light on the darker side of true crime. Hosted by Alvin Williams and Francis Evans. These two yo. Yo. I'm in the middle of recording promo for the podcast. Do you need to eat chips right now? Yeah, man. I'm not bothering you. I'm hungry. You are bothering me. I'm not bothering you. Oh, my God. You make me so angry. Um, anyway, uh, make sure you check out Affirmative Murder on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcast today. Hey, man, let me get a chip. No. Are we back? We're back. We're back. <laughs> um, we wanted to welcome Andrew Gerza. How are you, Andrew? Hi, nice to talk to you. Hi, hello. So, Andrew, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. My name is Andrew Gerza. I am a cripple content creator and the host of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. I am a queer cripple. I love talking about sex, being queer, being disabled. Um, I'm into lots of kinks. I love Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> so many things. For a lot of people, I think Grey's Anatomy is pretty kinky. Right, yeah. though? Um, I mean, it was back in the day. It's lost a bit of its luster. You talked to Dick Wound about some of his fetishes around death. I wonder if he was into when Meredith almost died. I didn't, oh. you know, things I'll have to ask him when I talk to him next. If you don't know what I'm talking about, that's because you need to listen to Andrew's podcast, which I do in his last episode, Correct. Um, Fuck Me Till Your Heart Explodes. My bonus episode, Fuck Me Till My Heart Stops, uh, episode 68.1. Very interesting conversation. <laughs> so fun. So something else I, I wanted to ask before we get, get rolling, you pretty brazenly use the word cripple in your your advertising and in your the way that you speak I'm, I'm i'm wondering like can i say that uh i'm giving you a pass for this yeah and if if ever you're sucking my dick yes the answer is also yes <laughs> um. so there are two times when mike can use it for the next hour and like upon penis insertion yeah that is correct okay okay all right, okay all right. that's pretty fair but, but if you don't mind like talk, talk a little bit about that about that moniker and, and that, that word and and what you're doing there because it's it's pretty um it's noteworthy i noticed yeah no it's actually well it goes it goes along with queer and i don't refer to myself as a gay man because i don't feel like i fit that moniker i don't have the stereotypical aesthetic of what a gay man is supposed to look like i don't mm go to the bars every Saturday night and, and fuck the randoms as much as I want to, <laughs> as much as I wish I was. I don't have access to that gay quote-unquote community, so queer felt a lot safer, and it allowed me to explore my sexuality in a way that was way more welcoming than, a, than we're going to force you in this box. And yeah. Cripple was just me being like, fuck you, <laughs> You're gonna, you know, you want to, to, you wanna, you're afraid of me and you're gonna, you're gonna say all these bad things. You're gonna think all these misnomers about me. Well, I'm gonna take it back from you. 
and I'm going to take the power back for myself, and I'm going to make that my professional moniker. And it's a lot of people in the disability community use the term CRIP, which is like the preferred academic term for cripple. I use cripple because it's completely a bad term, and I know that. And I'm like, I don't care. Here it is. This <laughs> is my life, and I don't give a, I don't give a fuck what you think. Actually, weirdly enough, next week I'm getting a tattoo of the words queer cripple on my chest because I think what? Yeah, it's such an important identifier for me in my journey as a disabled man who sucks dick. That uh, <laughs> you know, it's just an important thing for me, and I really want to show people that it's not something to be. Those words have a lot of power when you give them the right kind of power and imbue them with a sense of like, this is who I am. Fuck all the rest of you. And if you want to, you know, get with me and get to know who I am, like that's what you got. Th- those are the words I want you to use. Okay, so we are talking about power dynamics. Power dynamics. And I thought. Uh, as the guest, we would hand it over to you uh, to kick us off. So what do you want to talk about, about power dynamics? Uh, well, I, I read an article actually this morning about 34 gay men who were in the study for some magazine. I can't remember the exact journal, but it was some academic journal that looked at 34 gay men's ideas around bottoming and power dynamics. And all of them said, yeah, the top is the one that makes all the decisions. And the bottom mm. is the one that is passive and just does whatever they want. and Or no, does whatever the top tells them to. And I was like, well, that's weird <laughs> and not necessarily true. And I, dis- yeah. I disagree with a lot of that. Yeah. I just found it interesting that the academic journal would agree with that. Huh. Well, okay. First of all, Mike, you didn't pounce on Andrew for not knowing the name of the academic journal. Oh. <laughs> so I'm personally offended that yeah. you're not... Are you, okay. <laughs> Mike, we're going to have a conversation. After okay, this. Um, <laughs> um, something that I found when I was looking up uh, some information about power dynamics is even though like those are our stereotypes around like what a top and what a bottom means, um, apparently in the BDSM community, which I don't know too much about, you oh, think you have so that much to dom- learn, and I can teach you so many things. What would you like to know? <laughs> what What do I want to? Well, okay. First of all, we didn't know what it stood for, so what? <laughs> that's like the very b- basics. No, no. Oh. Biodiesel sandwich machine. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Are we close? <laughs> no. What? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um. No. What does it stand for? Uh. Something. Okay. BD. I don't know. But <laughs> See, SM. I know. It's... SM is obviously yeah. sadomasochism. BD is like. <sighs> I don't even know. BD Wong. Yeah. BD Wong. BD loves Wong sadomasochism. I'm, I'm, I I support that. <laughs> um. So it, apparently in the BDSM community, like you'd think that the dom has all the control, but it's actually the sub that has the control. It yeah. Sounds like you might know more about this, Andrew. Well, it, that sounds like, that sounds like, and I, they do like they have the, it's all about consent and it's all about those discussions. And then the bottom has the, has the option to say, I don't want you to do this. I want, or I want you to do this. So yeah, they do have more control, but the way white, aggro gay men see top and bottom is I'm the muscular one, I'm the top. Like in that article that I was reading, everything that I read was like, oh yeah, the top is the one that goes to the gym more. The top is the one that cares more about their appearance. The top is the one who's going to like manhandle me. All of these stereotypes that we ascribe to being gay and being like 
super like sexual is was all ascribed to the top, which is really hmm. kind of sad. No wonder Seattle is filled with bottoms. Have you seen the way we dress? It's just <laughs> schlubby everywhere you look. Again, my reference meter for Seattle is Fraser from 1993 <laughs> and Grey's Anatomy from last year. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, although there are still lots of hot doctors on Grey's Anatomy. They're, That's they're, true. They're working the eye candy angle still. Um, episode one, though, talk about power dynamics, sleeping with an intern. I right? mean, that entire thing was based on, like, varying degrees of power dynamics. We're going to just, like, let's reframe this as a Grey's Anatomy discussion. Could we go <laughs> Gay's Anatomy discussion? There, there it is. Ah! <laughs> we got it right there. I there love that. Um, so so I, to, to get back to the top and bottom thing... <laughs> I'm going to get us back on track no, that's <laughs> Surprising. Usually that's me. I feel like that's Mike's job in this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. A lot of times. All right. A lot of times, which is weird. We had this I'm discussion. So Mike's a daddy. We've, we've, we've talked about this already. Mike's a <laughs> giant daddy, and then Kyle is not. I, it's we, interesting. We never thought about that, like type of relationship that we have we so don't really like to put labels on our oh i did yeah. the minute the minute i heard you the minute i heard your first episode i was like okay i figured out what the show's about already <laughs> like within, within <laughs> five minutes i was like yep that's i <laughs> had no idea mike you i mean you have aspirations of becoming a daddy right i, I mean I, like no so- you have aspirations of sleeping with young hot guys and if that means being a daddy exactly that's, okay. exactly i don't really want to be a daddy but i will totally use my gray hair to fuck a hot 20 something like, <laughs> uh, would a hot 34 year old person work for you <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah you let one, me answer that on his behalf yes one who yes, might it be would. in a wheelchair right now <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> So, I, so back to the back to the top of the bottom <laughs> thing. I want to I want to I want to ask like uh, the the we're talking about power dynamics and there is the power bottom. I've never met a power bottom. Like what the fuck? Okay, can we? Or do they actually? What exist? is it? What is the power? Like is there somebody that can just open their hole big enough for your? Like I don't understand. Like can somebody explain to me? Like what is the deal? Hold everyone. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I, I got this. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't. I'm not this, but I know. Like a power bottom is has some of those characteristics we stereotypically ascribe to tops and they will be the dominant one that's driving the sexual interaction and doing the like doing the work but they're the bottom so they may be the one that's like throwing you down on the bed getting on top of you sitting on your dick but like they're they're the one doing taking all the action and the like top is the receiver in a way even though they're like the, the penetrator yeah, I mean, I get it, but I think see that's where I think the labels are kind of stupid. Like, I think all of the labels are kind of dumb in the way we because it isn't just about in the sexual encounter. It's it tends to like bleed over into like the life thing. In the article I was reading, they were also like, yeah, in life, you know, if you're a bottom, it means that in your life you're a passive person, you're more gentle, no, no, no. And it was like, well, are we really gonna use those terms in our community to? define a whole person like that's really sad yeah I, I think it speaks to like you know we just keep passing down these same ideas of what it means to be a top and bottom and the stereotypes I mean, we keep passing down these roles. ideas of toxic masculinity and repackaging them as like oh you're a top you're a bottom without even realizing how toxic those labels are for our community yeah, yeah. i Absolutely. i think that like a lot of people assume i'm straight because i'm tall and similarly, in the gay community, a lot of people assume I'm a top because I'm tall. Like, I think there's some, like, weird 
physical characteristics that everyone assigns to straightness and topness? Um, just based on the look of you, I would not assume you were straight. Um, <laughs> and I mean that with so much love because you're totally straight. No, I, I take that with so much love. I'm just based on your like inflection of your voice. You're definitely, the, you don't have the mask for mask like bro voice happening which is fine neither do i he loves he loves bros he loves bros oh you're all about the protein i'm (laughs) (laughs) i take a gallon of protein a day wow i i I like have this i get that it's not i don't know i yeah i'm into it i guess just i should just be into what i'm into it's like what are you into let's 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 what are you into go Ooh. We'll like we'll start with Nutella. Like, <laughs> so you gonna that's put, my but, biggest. So, should I, so when we're making out, because it will be happening, should I put Nutella on my, on my balls? What What's the protocol? Here? I, I think you're onto something there. I get, for Christmas, I gave Kyle a gallon of Nutella and a Nutella spoon. <laughs> Why though? I don't. I have so many questions. <laughs> He's obsessed. It's. I just, it's taste. It's really good. No, no, girl, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, speaking of what things I'm into, something I wanted to talk about is financial dominance. Ooh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. It's gonna take me a little bit to get. That's not what I'm into, but it'll, you'll, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Have okay. either of y'all heard of financial dominance? Isn't that where like. You go up to Sugar Daddy and you're like, hey, paper shit? A, like, a little bit, but there's more to it. It's like, it's the, um, you get off on someone else basically just taking your money. No. Like, it's no. like a, you know, either in like a cam or I've heard about physical, like watching someone go up to an ATM and like you enjoy the, okay, I wrote down, what did I write down? Okay, the... Um, submissive, who is also called a few nicknames, a pay pig, human ATM, or cash piggy, will give... <laughs> I feel like y'all's reaction is like similar to mine whenever... Okay, you uh, give gifts or money to the financial dominant, who is also known as the money dom, the cash master, or the thin dom. The what? Financial dumb. Fin fin dumb? Fin dumb, like financial dominant. That's like somebody pretending to be a fish. <laughs> I've seen that on some like escort profiles and I didn't know what it was and now I understand. You know? It makes sense. Yep. All things explained on but, like podcast. So many fucking terms that we don't need for things. And like, <laughs> no. Fin dumb? How well, uncool are we? <laughs> well, I, I wanted to get y'all's perspective on this because like, you know, there's a big part of me that's like, be into what you're into that's awesome but then like at the same time i saw this thread on bodybuilding.com of course. by the way my favorite website to hate <laughs> and love but um th- there was a thread that was like uh, it was very problematic for many reasons but they, someone was like is it bad to take is this taking advantage of someone to be a fin dom and some people were like yeah you're like exploiting them for their money and you're you know like you're gonna make them broke and other people are like but they're giving it to you with their own free will yeah i mean if they if you have the funds and you want to support somebody that way and that's your like and that literally makes you jizz a thousand jizzes like good for you <laughs> like i'm all about it but also i don't got that kind of money i don't like sorry like I've watched cam show, I've watched free cam shows, and then have them been like, "Hey, send me a tip," and I'm like, mm, "I'm out, bye." 
See you later. That, like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, are there penny cam shows? So yeah, I've I've made cam artists before. You have? Yeah. Did I you enjoy that? And actually, so we might like we might be finding my my first like weird fetish that no I, kink yeah my first kink that it, yeah. okay did you get off on watching the person and you wanted them to keep going because they were hot or did you get off on the like i am your submissive giving you the dominant money was it the money part oh oh interesting no uh it was it was uh if you do this, I'll pay you this much. And then they did. Yeah. I don't think that's this. Yeah. This I don't is think like, that's different. They, I think you, yeah. you're getting off um, on the hot guy, the period, the end. You're not getting off yeah. on like. So I also, I recently got a, got a message on Scruff from a stranger uh, from LA who said that he was looking for a sugar daddy to make his pecs grow. And that he wanted to move in and do all of the laundry and dishes and stuff as long as I paid for gym membership and protein powder. And I was kind of into that a little bit. You were into you like the house, I, were you into like the idea of it, or are you like actually like okay, yep. Yeah. Oh no no no! I'm not going to sign up for that shit. I don't. Yeah, and you don't want to like basically be signing up to get robbed. Like yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, just so I mentioned that we were taking a long way towards what I was into. So I was looking up more information on uh, financial dominance, and I found a site called GodJaden.com, who is a thin dom. Um, and okay. he was explaining what the motivation of his quote slaves were and, mm. and they were, you know, we're not going to break all of these down cause that would be a, you know, 10 hour podcast, but there was pleasure, stability, intimacy, encouragement. Um, and, and the last one that I wanted to bring up was inferiority. So he said, um, he was kind of explaining what this was. And then also like, I think is trying to like get people to you know sign up for his thing but he said for the inferiority part he said particularly the belief or fantasy that homosexual men were put on this earth in order to serve the heterosexual men Ooh, he gets off on that idea no he like uh like the the gay dudes that are like paying him are getting off on the idea of inferiority on the pretend, on the pretend pretense that he's a straight man, and so they have to like suck his straight man cock or whatever. Like he that. might like it's all over cam. So like, yeah, I guess I think he's. I don't know, you know, who knows if he actually is straight, and I don't know if that matters. But he's like this super ripped guy that like, yeah. So I think at first I was like, what, what was the screen name? <laughs> that site again? As Mike's like ready to like, Mike's like ready, <laughs> hands poised over the keyboard, um, hand. Credit card in hand. Yeah. All right, it's right here. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so like my first reaction was like, that's so gross. I don't like that idea of inferiority and getting off on it. And then about three seconds later, I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could get off on the idea of like the whole baiting a straight guy thing. It, I don't know how I feel about all that. Or like being turned on by this supposed straight guy it means you're not straight like it just means you're, like, and <laughs> yeah. none of us are let's be let's break that down for one second we're all spectrally not one thing or the other we just use labels because it makes us feel better except for god Jaden. god Jaden is 100 percent straight what a dork with biceps also that, that his quit. name is god Jaden. what can we <laughs> he's like he's such a, I like then started looking up pictures and videos of him, obviously. And he, yeah, oh, he's a huge dick, or at least that's his persona. Like, that's what he's Wait, trying to be. Dick? 
I didn't get to the paid section. <laughs> if your credit card, you know what, guys? Who, let's break that down for a minute. Guys who <laughs> don't have big dicks are the nicest people ever. Guys with big dicks and who know they have big dicks are fucking douchebags of the. <laughs> like, I love a guy with an average dick because you have to try a little bit harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I think that's pretty fair. It checks out. Yeah. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Me? Maybe. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about age. Um, you know, age is my thing. Age what? is your thing in what way? Well, I, I don't know. It, it's been foremost on my mind lately. I'm turning 40 this year, so I've got this, like, I don't know. So you have the gay death now, the gay death now, like, banging yeah. on your door. Although in, yeah. although in some circles I died at 30, so I, <laughs> now I'm just, my, everything's rotted. Um, so uh, what I want to talk about uh, is this article that I found on 538.com, and they're, they're called 538 because uh, they usually do political reporting. But in this particular instance, they were looking at uh, other kinds of demographic information. Hmm. Um, and they took data from the 2014 current population survey uh, provided by uh, 31,000-ish couples. So one of the things they found, I'm interested in, in what, you guys, what you guys think, um, what, do you, <laughs> what do you think the biggest age difference between married people, gay or straight, was? in the survey like 45 years oh i was gonna say like 20 58 years there was a 21 year old man married to a 79 year old woman holy shit in their survey wow um, that is some um, i mean i mean if that's your jam i'm all about like good for you if that yeah. if you can get over our your ageist assumptions of like like you know the especially in the heterosexual communities where like you know, if you're over 25, you're old. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and, and I need to, I think, check some of my bias here because I immediately think, oh, he's banging her for her money, right? Like, I, I immediately assume that there's something wrong with the relationship that a 21-year-old dude is into an 80-year-old woman. I think, like, what I noticed um, is even in looking at, financial dominance is that um like there are stories about someone who spent all his money and lost all his money you know because that was his kink and so there but there i'm sure also people that don't lose all their money and they just get off on it so i I, i'm guessing that any kink can have this extremes where it's bad but the assumption that it is bad without any more info i think is is not necessarily true yeah yeah Something I was interested in also is what do you guys think? Do straight people or gay people marry with an average age gap that's higher? I feel like, like which, in, in which community is the age gap bitter, bitter? I feel like in that's a tough because which which queer community are we talking about? Are we talking about gay men, queer men? Are we talking about lesbians? Are we talking about like queer women? What what's because I think in each community the age gaps could be way different. That's a good question. Uh and How's it fucking feel, Mike? <laughs> this is what he always does to me. Yeah. <laughs> you like ask you tech uh, questions they, they say the the, like the language in the survey is gay relationships. So okay. I, I'm going to assume that that's men and women. It's so outdated. The terminology, this like they need to like, it's 2018. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's the hard thing about talking about most any statistics re- surrounding LGBT people is like, you know, there's just not a whole lot of data. 
I blame Mike. So, so people that are in a relationship, on average, is the straight people or gay people gap between their ages higher on average. Gay. I'm gonna guess the difference. Gay. Oh, I was gonna say gay. I'm gonna say gay. So it is gay. It is gay. Um, and it's interesting too that the the age difference gets bigger the older people get, which I think is sort of intuitive. That makes sense to me just based on my own experience. Um, I want to talk about your experience. Their... Let's pause this whole portion. I have I have questions about your experience. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. And my question yeah. is: Tell me all the things. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Just like start with number one and just no okay so <laughs> I have a f- I have a sense from just this conversation that you've dated mostly younger men than you yourself. Uh, younger men, yes, and but my wife was older than me. Huh. I feel like you also hang out with like not just your uh, relationships. My, my, so, my your social group tends friends. to be younger. Also, I have a like I, you can call it a daddy thing. You can call it a, a mother hen kind of thing. You're a, but I, I told I, you this. You're a daddy. It's been decided. <laughs> I've decided that's what you're. <laughs> because just because no, when we talked on our phone for our pre-interview, I was like, he has a really hot voice. He and I said to you, you're a daddy. Boom, we're finished. Next, move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been done. Period. We're just gonna <laughs> so, say like this is gayish with Kyle Getz and Daddy Johnson. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Does that I mean, have a ring to it? It just makes me think of my dad, which is gross. Oh, that's okay. That's um, uncomfortable. Daddy Mike. Uh, daddy Mike. Ooh. It has a weird. Ooh. It Your has name? a weird ring to it that might be giving me an erection right now. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you you date younger, right? That's my yeah. I mean, my social group and and dating tends tends to be younger. I kind of wonder if it's because I'm the oldest sibling. Also, I have two younger brothers, so I've had this lifetime of sort of uh, viewing younger people as my peer or at the very least under my like care or um you know you have like you always are the one that hosts everyone at your place and you get food for everyone and you like you do a lot of things that take care and watch out for people yeah oh i know (laughs) it's really fun to take advantage of yeah right i have a sex question about about that so when you're a sex question with a younger when you're with a dude then are you Based on your daddy thing, are you on top or on the bottom? I'm verse, and I, I prefer to be verse. I I think I think actually, when I go through the exercise, I would love to find a power bottom. I think that would be perfect for me. I would love to just lay on my back and top, like let them go to town. That would be a lot of fun. I do like... that. It's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. What? I don't know. Like you don't want to like do stuff. What do you mean, do stuff? No, you like do stuff. And stuff. No, you would do. <laughs> you stuff. You just want to lay there. No, when you lay you there, know? you're like when you lay, when you're there when you're doing it. As somebody who has experience in this arena, you're the fucking human dildo. You don't have to. Do, you, you, they ride your dick and it feels super nice because you don't have to do. It. You just you hang out. You're there. You're guiding shit and you're involved, but you don't. There's no like positioning that's happening. You're just there. Are you like watching TV and like eating popcorn? No, you're into the you're fucking the dude you're with, or person, or <laughs> why whatever. not both? You're 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 fucking the person you're with, but you're okay. I would hope that when we have our threesome, that you're not watching TV, and if you do, I'll be very upset. Unless it's porn, 
No. But what if I have to? What if I have to watch? No? T- what if I have to watch TV so that I put you in your place, like so that you you know? Why? Well, how would that put anyone in their place? It's like I have better things to do. Oh, okay. Like Actually, I think that's hot when like guys are doing like other things, and it's just like no, like blow me while I'm like doing on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> blow me while I'm on Grinder looking for my next blow. Like, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I'm learning so much about myself. This is fun. <laughs> okay, wait. When I said watching porn, Andrew, you had a like a strong no reaction. No, because that shit. Like, okay. Aren't you watching porn because you're getting... Aren't you watching porn because you want the thing to be happening to you? When you're getting the thing that you're watching and it's in front of you and there's a guy with a real, like, boner saying, I'm here to do things with you, isn't it a bit rude to be like, let me just throw all my favorite... I fucking think that's so gross and disrespectful because it's like, you're right there. A real, live, flesh-and-blood person willing to do the things with you is right there. Why are you watching this, like, trumped-up fantasy man? Why do you need that in the background when the real thing is right there see i think that like like if both people can watch porn that they're into together and it turns them both on and this same thing with like if two dudes can talk about another hot dude and be like look at that hot dude over there yeah wow i like this i like that like you're like getting each other turned on by things around you yeah, and then that in, makes your chemistry yeah in in the theoretical sex space that makes sense in the actual in the actual sex space that's not true <laughs> it's basically like hey i don't know your name you don't know my name let's watch this weird porn and as we're doing that i'll suck your day like it's so like no <laughs> like and I'm clearly very into that if the, if like another guy was like doing doing that because then I'd maybe it's my romantic like 1980s like songstress persona coming out because like <laughs> I I'm all about the romance and if I'm gonna suck your dick I expect you know Celine Dion is on in the background I, I want some <laughs> I want some fucking you know give it to me real good in a way that makes me feel like we you love this moment too and if you're watching fucking your favorite Titan man porn thing. I'm not going to be, I can't be into it. I can't because it's reinforcing like stereotypes of what if you're a disabled queer person and and then what you're watching, what two able-bodied people who, who look a certain way. Fuck. How, how does, how would you like, what if you're a person of color and they put on, you know, a porn without a person of color, how would you feel knowing that they're watching that and said them when they should be, Focusing on you or your pleasure. I'm clearly very into that because then I would be like that inferiority thing we talked about. I'm like, yeah, so I'm many layers to you. like hot, hot, straight, hetero, bro. Kind of needs bro. therapy. This has been well See, established. Sex therapy. Yeah, sex therapy on gayish coming soon. <laughs> um, we, wait, we got off track from <laughs> our I, dynamics. Like, I, I think we we covered the the basics that age age is a power dynamic thing, and it's slightly different between straight people and gay people. Oh, I wanted to ask you, Mike. So, what is the like age gap that you typically see if you date someone younger? <sighs> So the the rule that the French use, and I think it's a good one, is half your age plus seven. That so, that's like that's the sweet spot. So what would that be for you? For me right now, that would be uh, twenty six. Would be the the youngest that would be okay. So some people would look at that age gap and say like, "Wow, what is that twenty six year old getting out of it? What is Mike getting out of it?" Oh yeah. So like, it's interesting that you also then have 
assumptions about what it means to have an age. Well, and when Trevor and I got together, I was 30 and he was 22. And um, now to think back on that, that seems ridiculous to me. Like, what were we doing? What were we thinking? You were doing each other and you were thinking how hot it was that you were doing each other at the end. <laughs> I, see, I think age discrepancies are really hot. Like, I would want to have a threesome with someone 10 years older than me and 10 years younger than me. That's not my dating norm, but like for hooking up, I think that'd be hot. Is that about power? I don't know. It's just. Would you be in the middle? Would you be the spit rose for the like the. <laughs> yep, 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Yes. You don't even have to finish. It's just yes to everything you're about to say. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There, I, I Maybe it might be like the taboo-ness of it, or I don't know. Totally weird. Taboo-ness? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> um, so we, we haven't talked too much about specific sex that you have uh, given you're in a wheelchair, and part of that is intentional because you have an what? entire podcast. Shocker! No, really, am I? <laughs> Didn't know. <laughs> and dear Andrew, I am okay. Yeah, um, you know, partly is like if you want to learn more about that, listen to Andrew's podcast. That's what he talks about. Uh, Disability after dark. You'll you'll hear all about that. But at least in the context of power dynamics, I wanted to talk about how that plays into any kind of like power dynamics and sex that you have. Oh yeah. It plays into, it plays into it like a hundred percent because I can't undress myself. I can't get out of my chair on my own. I can't position myself in a way that is, you know, bomb. I can't do it. Basically when I'm out of my chair, I am in, if I'm lying down on the bed, I'm in, I'm in the dead turtle position, um, which is me on my back, <laughs> unable to move. I can't do anything. So the person that I'm with has to take that, power and do that with me but i do have power in what i can tell them what to do so i have to direct them and to put you know <laughs> so there is a weird shift in power because i get to tell them take off my shirt take off my pants do this like help me with this so there's power in that but when i'm in bed yeah th- like there's they it's the give and take of power in a really weird way that you, i don't think about when it's happening but afterwards i'm being posed the question now i'm thinking about it like they get they they have power in what position we do. They have power in like the physical act of what's happening. But I have power in in saying like no, do this, no, do that, don't do it this way, try it this way. So there's a, re- I have power in my verbal cues and my body language yeah. to say this is what I want from you. And I also like, I like being giving that power over to somebody because in my day to day life, I don't have a lot of power i i'm i mean i do but also my attendant care worker that takes care of me and the people that take care of me on my day today you know decide what time i get up decide what time i get to do this or or xyz so giving and i also have to constantly direct them so giving it giving power over to somebody else and letting them decide what we're doing in a sexual context is kind of hot yeah yeah okay Uh, yeah okay well i also I can uh, obviously I can't relate uh, uh, because of. Don't worry. When we have the threesome, we're gonna have you'll you'll have you'll be. Don't worry. You're you're gonna direct me. That's correct. Okay. (laughs) No, but I do like what I realized that I didn't realize before is that I am a control freak, and I. I figured that out. (laughs) I am so much into control that it's really fun for me to give up that control and just tell someone like do what you want 
Um, I like, and I didn't really connect that like goal or that desire until I realized like, Oh wow, I super need control all the time and have anxiety. So when I just give that up, it's kind of hot. Yeah. I mean, it is hard to just give some stuff up, but also, and then to take it back halfway through the session, like to play with that control with a partner during the session together is kind of fun. It is really nice when like I can put on the, like if I know someone is into like the Dom thing, I can basically act like I'm that. I can, oh my God, like, do it right now. Please, can you do it? Can you like, <laughs> I want to No, I do it whenever I want. Andrew, Go, do it. <laughs> I'm talking right now. No, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm in control. You have to listen to what I'm going to say. I don't, all right? I don't believe that for a second. Sorry. I could, I could, oh, no. <laughs> I thought I was doing pretty good. So I could, I could, I could win you in a fucking power off. Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch that. <laughs> coming soon to YouTube. Still coming. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else uh, before we wrap up? Uh, you could do, you could go into the kink idea of like pop and handler oh yeah 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 we didn't even talk about that and, and i really want to i think that's probably a whole episode for us yeah uh at, at p.s your handler p.s mike your handler and kyle your pup <laughs> just want to tell you right now in terms of those I dynamics i've already versus. decided i didn't i don't know anything about that other than sometimes you stick a tail in your butt and i don't get that see i'm learning i'm learning about it because i did an episode for my podcast where i came out as a pup um because i'm learning oh. i'm learning about it in and there's, I learned from somebody, and they told me that you can be a pup where you, where you're a human dog, and you do that, and you like get on all fours, and that's your thing. Or you can be a pup in terms of your like emotional self and how it allows you to open up your primal like desires and wants, and it allows you to be more affectionate because you're taking on this persona that's based on like primal needs versus what we're societally told to do. So I really. I really kind of connected to the idea of playing with that. So when I am a puppy, if I am a puppy, my name in that community is Power Puppy because I'm in a power, <laughs> I'm in a power chair, so I thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> and I just think the idea of playing with that dynamic is really cool. And you've already mastered the command set? <laughs> that was the lamest <laughs> joke. The lamest no? joke. Is that going to be cut? No, you have to keep it in because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I mastered the command set on my dick. <laughs> okay, you just saved it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. So sh- should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We're taking a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sure is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Okay, we talked about this the last time we recorded an ad, and I said I thought I would do cooking. Uh Uh-huh. I actually did. I talked to my therapist, and she was like, what would you do for an extra hour? And I said I would cook, and so I did. This weekend on Saturday, I made a recipe I'd never made before. It was French onion mac and cheese, and it was delicious. Well, if you want to improve your mental health, be a podcaster and record an ad about mental health. Yeah. <laughs> if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash gayish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gayish. 
Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash gayish. French onion mac and cheese. That's what makes me happy. Yum. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you remember when prep came out and it was a game changer? Oh, my God. Biggest news. We were all excited to get our hands on it. Well, it's happening again. (laughs) It is. Imagine a world where STIs are no more. Doxypep is what we're talking about, everybody. You can get Doxypep from Shameless Care, and Doxypep has been proven to be up to 90% effective at stopping STIs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. It's just like PrEP was for HIV, but now for all of those other things, too. And where can you get this? You can get it from Shameless Care as a top telemedicine provider with board-certified physicians across 50 states. They have a mission of making DoxyPep accessible and affordable. Answer some medical questions on the website, and one of their physicians will prescribe DoxyPep to you. Viola is shipped straight to your door in discreet (laughs) packaging. And DoxyPep at Shameless Care is crazy affordable, just $109 a year. That covers the online evaluation, the medication, and the shipping. So if you're ready to rewrite your story and discover the joy of carefree intimacy, visit shamelesscare.com slash gayish to take control of your sexual health. That is shamelesscare.com slash gayish. Your liberation is waiting. Be sure to use lube. (laughs) Are we back? We're back. We're back. We We're back. are back. We are. We, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are going to do our gayest and straightest. But first. But first, um, Andrew, uh, where can people find you if they want to learn and listen to you more? They can go to a number of places on the interwebs. Mm-hmm. com. They can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Gerza or DisAftDarkPod on Twitter. Uh, they can pledge to my patreon account for the podcast because it's you you both know how hard it is to make these things um that takes money patreon.com slash disability after dark i would love anybody who wants to support the show also hire me to come out to seattle or the surrounding continental united states to do talks and like discussions around sexuality and disability follow me in all the places and listen to the podcast Awesome. Yes. Um, I have recently started listening to the podcast, so I definitely recommend it. Um, one of my favorite things that you said on the podcast is, and I like stopped it like and repeated it multiple times because I really liked it so much. You said, you aren't like everyone else and that's okay too. Damn right. I just, yeah, it was, that was on episode two. I just love that because I, you know, you were speaking to specifically handicapped people, but I think that just relates so broadly to like, just you're no. Gonna you stop are you different. for like one sec. Yeah, <laughs> the word handicapped, super ableist. Oh yeah. So, but keep okay. this, keep it in. Don't scrub this out. This is an important learning moment. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Handicapped is not is no longer the accepted term for disability. Um. It has a mm. lot of like has a lot of historical context to when people were begging in the street because they were disabled. So handicapped actually stands for like ha- cap in hand. It's like beggars, like oh. stuff. Huh. So that's why we don't use it anymore. Um, the correct so disabled is dis- that disabled better? or person with a disability, or actually the best way to find out what somebody wants to be called just for your knowledge is to say, Hey, so I see you have a disability or, you have 
an invisible disability that you've disclosed, how would you like me to refer to you? And just ask them straight out, like, what do you, how do you want me to refer to you? And they might say, I am a queer cripple. Uh, my name is Nana. They might say I'm disabled. They might say handicapped, and then you then you understand the language that you can use with them. And but I think we need to stop moving away from. And it's totally cool that you mentioned that because you just wouldn't know, and now you do. I, but I think the yeah. way that the way that our culture um, picks labels for these marginalized communities without asking them what they want to be called is problematic. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no, I'm glad you stopped me there. Um, so not only do I like that quote from episode two, I also like that you helped me figure out uh, how to refer to fuck uh, people with disabilities. There you go. When I was in high school, we had a school assembly, and this guy uh, was a, was a speaker, and uh, he he is in a wheelchair, and one of the kids thought that they were being smart or uh, thought that they were being. I don't know what they thought they were being. Cocky. One of the kids, it, it, well, yeah, one of the one of the kids raised their hand and said, "Hey, how do you have sex?" And all of the teachers like went, "Oh my god!" And his response, he said, "Passionately, thank you." And I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> so badass. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to find out how I have sex, listen to episodes one through sixty-nine of <laughs> Disability After Dark. Sixty-nine. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> we are uh, doing a Q and A episode. Yeah, for episode fifty, which is coming up here pretty soon, we want to do a Q and A episode. So we really need people to send in their questions. There's like you fucking listen to us, you know that there's <laughs> nothing that's out of bounds. But send in your questions. You can either do it over Twitter on our Facebook group. You can do it uh, uh, via uh, voicemail or text message. Just send in your questions because... I have so many questions. I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Send uh, Everyone send in your questions and we will pick probably the most ridiculous or raunchy or interesting ones to uh, talk about on episode 50. Absolutely. And we promise to do a Q&A episode every 50 episodes. Yeah. Uh, so let's do our gays and straightest. Let's do our gays and straightest. So I will start. So the gayest thing about me this week is, well, Andrew, you called me out on it because you are looking at me in a Skype screen and I am currently, well, almost done with a tall glass of orange Fanta and vodka. And I'm sorry, what was your reaction to that? My reaction was, like, oh, no. <laughs> Why? Are you, is it 1987? Are you 12? What's the... <laughs> You, you, yeah. You just thought it was the. Is it like did you, raid, think... did you raid your mom's liquor cabinet after watching the Goonies with your like? It's <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> the straightest thing about me is I have an Under Armour bag that I like take to the gym or like sometimes take on like one day flights, and it's like the most. I think it, like. Gay people are supposed to have cute or your axe body spray in it. <laughs> Luckily, that's one. Yeah, but like gay people are supposed to have cute, adorable little bags that are different colors, and mine is like black Under Armour utility style gym bag. See, again, that feeds into like our straight. Like, because if I saw you with that and I didn't know you were super gay, I would be like, oh, he's hot. Let's try to turn it. Maybe he's got like. A girlfriend that I can... can I would do the same... I would do the exact same thing. Who's that, bro? Why is it... Yeah. 
why does Under Armour make accessories? Like, I, I, I want to see those, like, skin-tight, stretchy shirts on mm. dudes. I don't want to see duffel bags. That's, That's bullshit. True. Yeah, it's less exciting. Uh, Mike, what's your gayest and straightest? Uh, so, the straightest thing about me this week, totes mask, I have started going to the gym again. Totes and, mask? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I, I just, I, I've been... I, I've been working with a trainer, which is, is super important for me. For What's your trainer's name? Is he is he super mask for mask? Here's the thing. Her name is Courtney. <laughs> but I've been walking around here like like an old person. Everything hurts. My my quads hurt. My calves hurt. My butt See, hurts. Everything hurts. You can just lie and say that it hurt because you fucked some young stallion the other day. I'm oh. I, I'm I'm limping because of my sex injuries. Twenty two. I mean, old. you know what's funny about that? When I was in college, I was I was trying to hit on this guy, and then we were we were we were kind of friendly, and I wanted to fuck him really hard. He was super. Mask for mask, totes like bro, whatever. And he went at this bar, and he, these two straight girls walked by us, and they were all like, oh, you're in a wheelchair. Oh, we're so sad for you. And he goes, yeah, he's in a wheelchair because I fucked him too hard. <laughs> and I <laughs> fell over laughing. I mean, the guy ended up being an asshole, and we ended up not hanging out after that. But, like, just that was, like, really, really hilarious. And so you could just say that you're limping because, you know, you fucked so many bros last night. Yeah. yeah. Oh my Your god. Knees are sore because you suck so much bro cock, you know. Like, yep. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to a different place in my head. Yeah, Do okay, I have to be back, here for Come back now. Come yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh the uh the, the gayest thing about me this week actually is also gym related. I was talking to Courtney about like my goals and and stuff and and she volunteered that she uh used to be a soccer player and I went <gasps> Oh my god, they're so hot. <laughs> she knows I'm gay now. <laughs> she didn't assume that you were talking about women. No, she did not. <laughs> it was just it was clear. I did the like I totally I totally I gay gasped. I I pl- clutched my pearls and <laughs> amazing. So yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm yeah, she knows I'm gay. Gayest thing about me. Uh, Andrew, how about you? Uh the gayest thing about me this week tonight right now is that I I I turned on my Google Home and I actively sang a Whitney Houston song. How will I know? Not sang. I lip I lip sank the song when I was getting ready to record this podcast to make sure that all the levels were good. I lip sank the song <laughs> into the mic just before recording this. So that's my gayest moment of the week. And I don't really have any straight moments ever because I just don't. You're I, just that gay. I mean, my straight my straightest moment ever is I think when I <laughs> meet a straight guy that I want to eventually bone or dream about boning i will do that thing where i like lower my voice and often be like hey hey oh hey like what's up 100 percent monosyllabic grunting yep <laughs> or when but i'm wait, in texas isn't I'm that like, ironic because that's what we see in gay porn like we see gay men like men who are supposed to be gay lower their voice and so for us lowering your voice is like a sex thing it's not <laughs> necessarily a straight thing it's like if i lower my voice i will command you to suck my dick like it's weird <laughs> like watch any watch any dallas steel porn for a minute and you'll like see he'll he lowers his voice and does a whole like thing so for us it's not even a straight thing it's like it's how we like become sexualists to lower our voice and be super mask for mask which is so dumb and ridiculous but it's what we all do but it, it's kind of funny though like i'm guessing straight people don't pick up on that so like we can be doing our like sex voice and that like they'll read as straighter 
Me oh, and meanwhile, we're like, like, I got a boner for you. Could you just, yeah. like, can you just, can we just. You have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea how much I want to do things to you right now. <laughs> Take something off. Take w- one or 20 things off. Uh, so that's it. This has been Gayish. A uh, special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And uh, thank you to Andrew Gerza. Thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate it. Thank it you was for being here. Literally the most fun podcast I've been on in a while. Because you know why? <laughs> and why is because we didn't. The po- and what I loved and what I loved about this experience, quite frankly, is that we didn't center it around disability, and that was super nice. Um, because typically, when I even when I promote myself, the way I get in the door is I say like I want to talk to you about being queer and disabled. Let's have a whole hour about that. And both of you were like, "Let's not do that. Let's do something that's totally." <laughs> and I was like, "That's fucking awesome." <laughs> So that's it. That's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. And hear me as I will sing. Hey, and by the way, do you hear what? Your words bring Oh